time for promotions here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast show once again. And I will start with my daughter, as I always do. Very beautiful, just like her mother in Atlanta, Georgia. The best nail technician for your toes as well inside the 285 perimeter and or outside of the 285 perimeter once again in atlanta georgia jonesboro georgia to be specific nails by a money is the name of her business and the address is 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 302 Three, six. Keeping it all in the family here at the Props Fix Football Podcast Show. And next up is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in GOAT, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. The missus has a bunch of businesses herself, and I will start with ShopNeolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is ShopNeolife.com forward slash my last name and the word health, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-H-E-A-L-T-A. You can hit her up at heavenlyhairbrand.com. And if you have any questions and you need some info about uh, heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can contact her at info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Also, last but certainly not least, Forced Crafts and Custom Designs. And once again, that is two R's in our last name, F-O-R-R-E-S-T, Forced Crafts and custom designs there is a instagram page for heavenlyhairbrand.com and there is a youtube page or should i say a facebook page for forest crafts and custom designs last but certainly not least moi you're listening to them spotify for podcasters i'm on amazon uh radio or should i say amazon audio i am on iHeartRadio. i am on pandora I am on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. You can also locate me on Twitter, Prophets underscore Picks. I'm on YouTube as well, the Prophets Picks 2019. That is the year that the podcast show started. And the Prophets Picks at gmail.com is the email address. Hit me up sometime. Check me out. I am literally everywhere. Facebook as well. Coming up next, another edition of the Prophet's Picks football podcast show. Hope you enjoy it. Listen to the end. sounds of Arigato Joey and all of his music can be found as you heard in the promotions portion of this show and that is Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com or pull up soundcloud the app or on the world wide web and enter in Arigato which in Japanese means thank you and J-O-E-Y the Prophets Picks Perspective, Friday, July the 7th, 2023. 
And it's lunchtime, and even though it is lunchtime, I am not hungry because, as normal, my favorite meal of the day is breakfast. And uh, yeah, I forgot that uh, my eyes sometimes get a lot bigger than my stomach, and the way that my stomach is shaped and formed right now at 43 compared to 23. Um, many would agree with my eyes are more larger than my stomach, or should I say, uh, yeah, hungry, but too much grits today. And that's normally the case. And, uh, yeah, I can make fun of myself. I can laugh at myself. I do have a sense of humor. This is the Prophet's Fixed Perspective on yet another Friday, July the 7th, 2023. Just after the top of the high noon hour here in the central daylight time, good afternoon, once again, Friday, July the 7th, 2023, and of course it is Friday, and on Fridays during the off-season, once again, I give credit where credit is due, no matter what, no matter what our present relationship is, no matter what our present friendship is, no matter what current circumstances or obstacles surround my friendship, relationship, or whatever you want to call it, workmanship, whatever you want to call it, uh, credit where credit is due. And circumstances and the situation around this relationship is amazing right now. And with God's help, it will continue to stay this way, giving credit to the missus because every Friday, and or Saturday of something more important happened on that Friday. Every Friday since the Super Bowl, I have cons constantly, consistently done the Prophet's Picks Perspective weekly YouTube upload. Credit goes to the missus here at the Prophet's Picks Football Podcast. And once again, this show will be turned into a YouTube video and it will be uploaded and you can view it at your leisure. By the time you view it, though, it will be somewhat old depending on when you view it the question is how old will it be still does not mean you can't listen to it or view it or watch it and view it and on today the topic of discussion on the show will be the AFC South stepping away from offenses stepping away from defenses as the most recent Prophets Picks perspective show was on my perspective of the best AFC West defensive units and that was done uh, about six days ago a week or so ago so go and listen to that once again the show is done on a consistent basis, whether it's Friday afternoon, Friday evening, early evening, or first thing on Saturday, as long as it is done during the beginning and or right smack dab in the middle of each and every weekend. Once again, this is the Prophet's Picks Perspective. Which team still have not given you the topic today? I started to and then I stopped. I got to stop doing that. That's a bad habit. But. Getting back on track. AFC South. Again, getting away from offensive and defensive topics. Going to talk about 
the overall teams in the AFC South on this Friday, July the 7th, 2023. Once again, I hope everybody had an amazing 4th of July, by the way. Mine was absolutely mind-blowing. You want to know what I did? None of your business. Just know that it was absolutely amazing and mind-blowing for me. And that's what matters. may not be nothing big to you, but it was big to me. And a lot of the times, here I am getting off track again and off topic with the topic of the show today. But a lot of the times, this needs to be said, what's important to you may not be important to me. And what's important to me may not be important to you. A part of being in a mature uh, relationship or friendship, a part of being a mature Christian or not even a mature Christian, just a mature adult, is respecting one's opinions and one's views. And again, what may be important to you may not be important to me. And what may be important to me may not be important to you. We have to learn to respect that. So, yeah, I just thought that needed to be said really quickly. All right. I'm going to try this again. And which team is going to win at the AFC South this year? Okay. Now, before I go any further, I will give my perspective on why I feel which team will go from worst to first. And I have to be careful with this show. I have to word the topic and the title of this show and then give my perspective on it at the end of the show very carefully. And the reason why is because this is borderlining with the shows that are coming up later on this month and going into preseason and the Hall of Fame game and all of that, my son's birthdays next month, and that is 2023 division, uh, or should I say, excuse me, during the rest of this month, let me start over, and going on over into next month during the Hall of Fame game, preseason in the NFL and my son's birthdays, I'm going to be doing the final phase of the off-season podcast slate of shows. And technically, it's going to be the beginning of this upcoming NFL season, which we are only 60, what, two days away, 63 days away. I'll have that for you in a moment. And those shows will be 2023 predictions, division champions and I'm going to predict in each and every one of those shows all eight AFC and NFC's north south east and west each and every division I'm going to predict who I think is going to be the winner and I'm also going to pick who I feel will either be borderline wildcard team and just miss the postseason or will be a wildcard team make the postseason and I will also pick which team is going to finish third and fourth so that's why I have to be very careful with today's Profits picks perspective. And I will even be honest with myself and say I probably should have chose another topic altogether. But the reason why I am so not necessarily desperate or anxious, but so giddy about today's show is because everyone knows and everyone understands or should I say everyone that knows the NFL and understands how today's NFL works and not just today's NFL, but the NFL and the league overall, the past 10, 15 years, I would say basically since 2006, those that understand the NFL, watch the NFL, paid attention to the NFL, 
we all understand that it all starts with the quarterback. And I seen a posting, I don't know if it was on my Instagram for the Prophets Fix Football podcast or if it was on my personal Instagram or if it was on Facebook or wherever it was. I seen a posting. And actually, thank you, God, the memory of righteousness is blessed. I self-correct, correcting in myself right now. It was none of those. It was actually the magazine that I read every year as I prepare to predict who's going to win these uh, these divisions and the uh, the yearly predictions. And I don't predict Super Bowl. I don't predict playoffs at this point in juncture every year. I just tell everyone who I feel will win each and every division. And that was uh, a magazine that I read. And when I read the magazine... I was reading on the Houston Texans. I wanted to start with the Texans first and come to find out light bulb came on podcast show idea. Which team is going to go from worst to first? Not in the NFL, not in the AFC or the NFC, but more particularly in the AFC South. Now, next Friday show, and I got to set a reminder for myself right now because knowing me, once I finish this show, something is, is going to come up or somebody's going to come and say something to me or talk to me or text me or message me or whatever it may be, and I'm going to forget. And then next Friday, I'm going to be talking about something completely different than what I said when it was recorded on this show live from the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers here in Houston, Texas, and I'll completely and totally forget, but next week's episode, which team is going to finish worse to first in the NFL? And once again, topic of discussion today will be which team is going to be finishing from worst to first. And I'm also going to elaborate on which team I feel is going to fall from from the good graces of competition in the AFC South. And um, just because the AFC South does not have a bunch of winning teams um, does not mean that the AFC South does not have a bunch of talent. And uh, once again, next week's episode, next Friday, and it'll be, um, and I'll honestly not certain if next Friday's episode is going to be the last of the Prophets Picks Perspectives episodes until next, uh, until the beginning of next offseason. I have to see because, again, I'm going to be in preparation, not just for the regular season, but for the 2023 predictions as I have to get that up and rolling. Those are eight episodes and those I'm going to tell you right now, more than likely they are going to probably be hour long episodes. All right. So 12 minutes into the show, actually about 13 minutes into the show. And now you know what the topic is for today. Now you know what the topic is going to be for next Friday. Don't know if there are going to be profits picks perspective, uh, weekly YouTube uploads, um, for the third week of July, which is Friday, July the 21st. But uh, those are all of your Profits Picks announcements. The season is, in fact, getting closer and closer. 
And uh, once again, it is Friday, July the 7th, 2023. And uh, hope everyone is having a wonderful day. All right. How many days until the 2023 NFL season and the number of days remaining? I had it right the first time earlier when I said 62 or 63. The actual amount of days left until kickoff is 62. There is literally one more week, not two weeks. But as of today, Friday, July the 7th, there are a total of one full week before NFL training camp kicks off. Uh, NFL training camp kicks off, if I'm not mistaken, July the 23rd, but I'm pretty sure uh, players, coaches will be reporting uh, Thursday the 20th and Friday the 21st. And if not those days, they're definitely going to be reporting on the 22nd because training camp begins the final week of this month of July. Football season is basically here. We once again are only 62 days away from the opening of training camp. Um, Good afternoon on the East Coast, 1.21 p.m., Atlantic Daylight, Eastern Daylight Time. It is 12.21 here, uh, 11.21 a.m. Mountain, and then 10.21 a.m. Pacific. Good morning, West Coast and Mountain Division Time Zoners. This is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. The Prophets Picks Perspective, T-P-P-P. The Prophets Picks perspective on this Friday, July the 7th. Which team in the AFC South is going to go from worst to first? 9.21 a.m. Alaskan time. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. And my favorite, all of those in the Pearl Harbor Islands, the Hawaiian Islands, Waikiki, Maui. All of the Hawaiian Islands, the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu, good morning, 7.21 a.m. Pacific, or beg your pardon, Hawaiian Standard Time. I hope everyone has had a remarkable Friday up until this point. I hope everyone is having an amazing year, by the way, seven months in. I hope everyone has had an amazing summer up until this point, and, uh, Welcome back to the show. 23 minutes after the hour, and I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I've filibustered for a good 16 and a half minutes, so not a lot of time left to talk about a lot of material concerning these four teams in the AFC South. So here's how I'm going to start the show off. Officially, now that I'm 16 and a half minutes in, I'm officially starting the show. Go laugh at that later. Um, Jaguars last year won the AFC South and uh, I believe they won the AFC South for the first time in over 10 seasons I believe it is which equals out to 10 years Um, that's just a guesstimate that's not an actual fact but bottom line is it's been a long time since the Jaguars have won the AFC South Tennessee Titans have reigned in the AFC South the last few years but last year they fell to 7 and 10 the Indianapolis Colts 
finished 4-12-1. And, and the Texans here in Houston finished 3-13-1. And, and, of course, Indianapolis and Houston um, tied to start the season. Trivia question for all of you out there. What was the only other teams, plural, meaning more than one, in the NFL, in the 2022 NFL season, to play a game, and the game ended in a tie. This is not something that happens often in the NFL, but it happened twice last season. What was the other game in which the two teams ended in a tie? I'll give you a hint. Both of those teams are in the same division. And it's easy to find the answer, obviously. So many tools at our disposal nowadays to gain information and knowledge. And information is a dangerous weapon. Very dangerous weapon. All right. As I forestated earlier in the show a few minutes ago, all of us that has followed the NFL, I would say, knowing the NFL since 2006... NFL evolves around the quarterback position. And this highly goes into why I am giving this perspective on today of why X team will go from worst to first in the AFC South. And you can respond to this show by emailing me once again, theprofitspicks at gmail.com. You can give me your rebuttal there. And I don't care how long the email is. I don't care how well thought out it is. I need a rebuttal. And once again, this is not 2023 predictions, AFC Soft Champions. That's not what this show is. This show is simply telling you why I feel said team will go from worst to first in the AFC South. And a funny thing about it is, just because I'm giving you this perspective from worst to first, who has the opportunity to do so in the AFC South division, that does not mean that this is going to be the team that I'm predicting to win the AFC South once the 2023 season concludes the second Sunday of January 2024. So fast forward to the show to the 18th minute, stop at the 20th minute and rewind so you can hear that again. Because just because I'm picking said team, X team, to finish first, from worst to first in this show, it does not mean that is going to be the team that I'm predicting to win the AFC South once I get ready to do the third and final phase of the offseason. So since the NFL has, in fact, evolved around the quarterback position since 2006, and some will argue possibly before 2006, but the thing was that there was not as many quarterbacks in the NFL that were great at that period in time before 2006. So... 2006 is the year that I'm picking up until today's current state and time in the NFL. And 
reading that article on the AFC South, and I did not honestly finish that article, but I did, in fact, start it. I'm going to give you the quarterbacks right now. And if you want to know how I graded out each and every team in the AFC South for a deeper correspondence to what I'm talking about today, you can reference the second phase of the Prophets Picks offseason slate of shows, and that is the roster review series pre and post 2023 NFL draft. And I talked about each and every team in the NFL, all 32 teams, I graded each and every unit offensively, defensively, I graded each team, and then I graded each team as a whole. That will better help you understand why I'm jumping from one point to another in this show. But of course, again, it always starts with the quarterbacks. And trying to figure out who I want to start with here. Um, Really exciting for me because I'm an analytical, geeky nerd. And I love stuff like this because here's the thing. The surface fans, those boat wagon fans, those wagon fans, those guys that don't pay attention to the NFL during the offseason because there are no games being played. That If you are a real fan of any one of these 32 NFL teams or if you are a fan of multiple NFL teams, you really want to be paying attention to what's going on with your NFL franchise during the months of April, or should I just let me back up, during the months of March, April, May, and June. Those four months of the offseason, a lot of change and transition is going on with your franchise. And that's the reason why I'm so excited about this particular show, because there was a lot of change on all 32 NFL teams, but the AFC South, when you look at the quarterback classroom, is very intriguing, right? And then you look at the other additions that the Jaguars, the Titans, the Texans, and the Colts made, and you get a little bit excited about it. You get a little bit giddy, but then you have to calm yourself down because, you know, games don't count until September. But if you're like me, you're literally giddy from the Super Bowl to the start of the season, and then you're super-duper hyper-giddy. You're on... Uh, and this is just metaphorically speaking, you're on, once the season starts, a mixture of caffeine, amphetamines, and adrenaline. Because during those four months, you really weren't paying attention. But now the season's about to start, you're really paying attention. And if you weren't paying attention, there was a lot that you missed. Like your team super duper changed took a 180 spin and you're wondering why your team went from worst to first at the end of the 2024 season or you're wondering why your team fell from grace i also have to elaborate on that i gotta remember so you gotta start with the quarterback rooms all right so the quarterbacks and this is the reason why this is super duper intriguing and why i get so giddy in my analytical, geeky, nerdy way months before the season even starts. Excuse me. So 
first and foremost, the Houston Texans went out. They hired D'Amico Ryans. He was an uh, inside linebacker for the Houston Texans um, back in 2006, I believe it was, speaking of 2006. And he was a come-to-Jesus type of hitting middle linebacker. What does that mean? Um, well, that's actually something that, quite frankly, I just made up literally just now. But when I say come to Jesus, I mean a lot of the times when D'Amico Ryans as an inside linebacker, middle linebacker, hits you head on, uh, you're going to feel the effects of that hit. You're not hopping back up on your feet right away. And if you are hopping up on your feet right away, you're just doing it just to show that, yeah, it really didn't affect you. And really, inside of your mind, you're saying, man, that dude really hit me very hard. And he brings that same intensity to his coaching. And he was the defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. We know what he did there. And the Texans made an amazing head coaching hire with hiring D'Amico Ryans. I, was, I would say this is the best head coaching hiring uh, or head coaching or decision to hire a head coach since um, Gary Kubiak. And no disrespect or offense to any other uh, head coaches over the years and the Texans uh, franchise's uh, history, but an amazing hire. Another new hire in the AFC South, and that was head coach um, Steichen, uh, formerly of the Super Bowl losing, but NFC champion, um, Philadelphia Eagles. And once again, that is Shane Steichen, S-T-E-I-C-H-E-N. Before uh, Steichen was hired to be the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts this past offseason, um, he was coaching for 13 years. He was the offensive coordinator with the Philadelphia Eagles for the last two years, uh, leading the Eagles to the postseason uh, in back-to-back years, nine and seven a few years ago, losing to the Brady and the Bucks in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg area, and then losing all the way in the Super Bowl in the desert of Arizona this past February. Great young mind, up-and-coming guy. And I am very excited to see what he's going to do. That is the Colts and the Texans. Now, what's interesting to me is how how will Mike Frable and another former 49er, and that is the general manager of the Tennessee Titans, who is now um, with Mike Frable as a head coach, uh, putting their minds together to bring the best suitable talented players on their roster um, and it's going to be interesting to see how that works out um, this year. Um, the question is, is Mike Frabel in trouble? In other words, is he, he in danger of losing his job? I don't think he is. Um, rewatched the Super Bowls that he played in. He caught touchdowns in a few of those, and he was always aspiring to be an NFL head coach. Rand Carthon is the new general manager for the Tennessee Titans, and he was, um, if I'm not mistaken, he was once a player. Um, However, he was with the San Francisco 49ers um, as a personnel guy um, before joining the Tennessee Titans. And his NFL career 
he played a part in development symposium at Wharton School of Business. Uh, he participated in that. He was as a member of the Rams. Uh, he was a player for the Rams in 2013, I believe it was. Um, he has coached for New England, uh, or should I say, he had a distinguished playing and coaching career. His father, excuse me, played for the Giants, the Colts, and then he coached New England Jets, not as a head coach, obviously, uh, Detroit Lions, Dallas Cowboys, Cleveland, Arizona, Kansas City, um, the majority of his playing career, Mr. Carthon, was primarily, speaking of the year 2006, was from 2004 to 2006, primarily with the Indianapolis Colts. So, of course, Ron Carthon, Ran Carthon, excuse me, played collegiate football as well. Um, but that is another intriguing story going into and affecting my perspective at the end of this show. The most stable situation in the AFC South is, in fact, the team that won the AFC South last year. And that is the Jacksonville Jaguars with former Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl winning head coach now for the Jaguars. And that is Doug Peterson. And at the end of the day, your quarterbacks with the most stability right now, it is Trevor Lawrence. And it is, for the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill's. And I said his name wrong on purpose. It's a running joke from my Miami days, my South Florida days. But nevertheless, Trevor Lawrence, 6'6", 220. We all know what he did in college at the University of Clemson. We all know what Ryan Tannehill done um, with the Dolphins at Texas A&M in college. We all know. Also, that backing up, eventually, C.J. Stroud will be Case Keenum here in Houston with the Texans. And we also know if we, once again, have been paying attention, Trevor Lawrence is the only starting quarterback from 2022 that will more than likely be the starting quarterback for his team going into this year. An injury in preseason, an unforeseen injury happening to Trevor Lawrence. He will be the starting guy. Um, will Levis is the rookie for the Tennessee Titans, 6'4", 229 from Kentucky. Um, Mr. Richardson is the rookie quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Anthony Richardson reminding everyone of Cam- Cameron Newton. Uh, Richardson stands at six foot four, six foot five, two hundred and forty-four pounds, and I think he's probably bigger than two forty-four from Florida University. And we all know from Ohio State, the Ohio State University, six three, two hundred and eighteen pounds. CJ Stroud. I thought CJ Stroud was gonna be drafted first overall by the Carolina Panthers. And we won't know until about I would say twenty twenty-seven or even twenty twenty-eight. If the Texans and the Panthers got it right with their franchise quarterbacks or did they both get it wrong or did one of these teams get it 
right and one of them got it wrong. We'll find out, but we're not going to find out this year. We'll find out later on down the road. Like I said, 2026, 2027, possibly even 2028, if Jesus has not already cracked the sky. C.J. Stroud is going to be the starter for the Houston Texans week one, especially if training camp and preseason goes well. I see him being the starter. Why not? Um, And a perfect example of that mistake, even though he has never had a losing season, Mike Tomlin, I really felt he should have started uh, Kenny Pickett from game one, week one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers probably would have made the postseason if they did start him week one. However, that's neither here nor there. But hopefully, uh, D'Amico Ryans, the new head coach of the Houston Texans, will look at every single head coach and how they performed, how they coached, how they supported their team, how they handled difficulties and difficult situations. Even the teams that were in the Super Bowl, they had difficult situations. They had difficult circumstances during the year. And hopefully D'Amico Ryans, as I'm pretty sure he has already done, has viewed how all 32 head coaches handled their business last year. And speaking of Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers, the former Indianapolis Colts head coach is now the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. And that is Super Bowl or should I say backup quarterback Frank Reich for years with the uh, Buffalo Bills. Um, Tennessee Titans, uh, I really don't project Will Levis starting week one. He has to absolutely and totally blow the pants off of Mike Frable, no pun intended, for him to be the starter week one. It's definitely going to be Ryan Tannehill to start. So here's your starting quarterbacks again in the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence, week one. C.J. Stroud, week one. Um, Ryan Tannehill, week one for the Titans. And then, of course, last but certainly not least, Anthony Richardson for the Indianapolis Colts, week one. And if he's not ready, Gardner Minshew definitely will get the call to be the starter. Now, Jaguars once again finished first to start the year last year. Uh, beg your pardon, to end the season last year. And um, ending the year in last place were these Houston Texans. Titans finished second. Colts finished third. I said that earlier in the show. Just wanted to remind you again because we're literally 30 minutes later or 20 minutes later from the last time I said that. But. I looked at the offenses, and with this in mind, knowing that the 95 to 110 players that are on all 32 NFL rosters right now, knowing that not all of those guys will be a part of the final roster at the beginning of the season, which we are once again 62 days away, looking at how the teams ended last year, Looking at the head coaching hires, looking at who will be the starting quarterbacks again with an un- without having that unforeseen injury to a franchise quarterback. I really truly believe that when you combine all of these 
intangibles. Reports are out of Houston that C.J. Stroud is super duper smart. His football IQ and his emotional IQ as a leader is rating off the charts. And he's getting rave reviews from his offensive linemen. Um, He is learning the offensive playbook for the Houston Texans. And I did say on purpose multiple times earlier in this Prophets Picks perspective that just because the team that I'm going to pick going from worst to first in this show does not mean that I'm going to pick this team to win the division. You can argue very solidly that the Houston Texans will be a surprise team this year in the AFC South going from worst to first. That's my perspective. 38 minutes later into this show. That's my perspective. The reason why is because C.J. Stroud has played in more meaningful, important championship atmosphere-like games in college. He's got a lot of playing time in college under his belt. We all know that the NCAA football arena is the breeding ground for NFL talent This is the NFL in 2023. A lot of these players, no matter what position they are in, or should I say what position they play, they leave college and they are starting quarterbacks, starting running backs, starting defensive tackles, starting edge rushers, starting safeties, whatever, from week one. They're a starter once they're drafted, a lot of these players. And kudos to the general managers in the NFL that are able to have the vision and the insight and the discernment to see that this particular player is going to be that player that changes your franchise. I really and truly believe that Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, once he's ready, is going to be players that changes their franchises for the better in the years to come. We are on the cusp of an amazing quarterback generation. Probably, arguably, the greatest quarterback generations we have ever seen in our lives. And this has nothing to do with the AFC South, but just listen to the AFC alone with the quarterbacks that we have right now that are performing at a high level. Josh Allen for Buffalo. Tua Tungvaloa for the Miami Dolphins when he is 100% healthy. Mac Jones, especially now that Bill O'Brien has returned to the nest in New England. Aaron Rodgers is now with the New York Jets. AFC North, probably the most talented quarterback division. Joe Burrow for Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson for Baltimore. Kenny Pickett for Pittsburgh. I talked about him a little bit earlier. The guy that everybody here in Houston hates, except for me, of course. Deshaun Watson for the Cleveland Browns. And then... The defending king, Patrick Mahomes for the Chiefs and the home of the Chiefs. Los Angeles Chargers with Justin Herbert. He's going to take that next step this year. And then the only two teams right now that is sort of mediocre play with mediocre quarterbacks in the AFC is the Las Vegas Raiders with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hopefully he's healthy and that foot is okay. And Russell Wilson, hopefully Sean Payton can get him back. If not, he's going to be done. 
In the AFC, you got Jalen Hurts for Philly, Dak Prescott for Dallas, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones for the J- the G-Men. Washington will be looking at Sam Howell this year. He played pretty well when he got his opportunities as a rookie last year. Kirk Cousins from Minnesota. Jared Goff played amazing last year. And then Jordan Love is where everything falls off at. We don't know what he's capable of doing, but I think he's going to be good. Chicago, the Bears. You got uh, Justin Fields. Tampa Bay Baker Mayfield is going to return to form. Trust me. Carolina and in the NFC, that's where the quarterback solidification of talent and performance falls off. Derek Carver, New Orleans Saints, Bryce Sean with Carolina, Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, or nobody at all, quite frankly. San Francisco, Brock Purdy, hopefully he's healthy. Same situation there. You never know, Sam Darnold could show up and show out. Geno Smith with the Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams, you're not certain, right? Again, the NFC is where quarterback talent and performance falls off tremendously. It like falls off a skydiving cliff. Matthew Stafford, hopefully he's healthy. And then Arizona, Kyler Murray. It's going to be another year, though, before he returns back to his high-performance form after suffering that knee injury late at the end of last season. I do, in fact, think that the Houston Texans, with all the invisible intangibles and invisible attributes combined, I think they have what it takes to go from worst to first. I really do. Um, I think Jacksonville will be fighting, scratching, and clawing. They're going to be better. Um, The question for Tennessee and Indianapolis is this. For Tennessee, will, will Levis be ready this year? For Indianapolis, are you ready to have a year like you had in the first year of Peyton Manning's career? That's the question. That's the question. Anybody remembers that first year for Peyton Manning? The most interceptions in the history of the NFL in one season. Now, that record no longer belongs to Peyton Manning, but he had that record for a very long time. And I'm going to be honest, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen with the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm pretty sure the Indianapolis Colts fans are happy to hear me say that, especially predicting how I predict and doing what I do here at this show as we are rolling on over pretty soon, year number five, predicting these games on podcast and the fourth year overall in this starting to lose count of the years are starting to blend together in the existence of this podcast show. I've been around for a minute now. Uh, it's a, that's a long time. A lot of people start stuff and they don't finish it. A lot of people start stuff and they stop it and they never go back to doing it. So I thank God that I've been able to, through COVID-19, through physical injuries, through um, whatever that was I had on Mother's Day in 2020 during the pandemic, forgot what it was. But uh, yeah, that was very scary. But I've been physically able to consistently do this show. And again, at the end of this show, as I'm ending it right now, so we are close to the top of the hour and the lunch hour is basically over. I'm really feeling that the Houston Texans, they have what it takes to go from worst to first. 
Now, where's the first in the AFC South? Here's the question that I pose to you at the end of this show. Does that mean second place in the AFC West and a playoff berth? Or does that mean second place in the AFC West, AFC South Excuse me, with a winning record? Or a second in the AFC South with the playoff berth? Or a 500 record? Right now, you can't get any worse. You're the Houston Texans. You finished last year 313-1, and one, right? There's nothing but up. Nowhere to go but up right now for um, the Houston Texans. Not just the Houston Texans, but the Indianapolis Colts. I can tell you this is going to be very interesting. And I really think, because I also had to elaborate on which team I feel will fall from the graces of winning and being a division champion, I really think it's going to be the Tennessee Titans. They are going to fall from the graces of being close to being that postseason team. I think that the quarterback position is going to be in a lot of influx and transition all season long. Now, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors at these NFL franchises and in the locker rooms and in the head coach's office. And once again, that is Steichen for the Colts, Ryan's for the Texans, Frable, even though it's spelled V-R-A-B-L-E, it's pronounced like an F, Frable. Um, but Peterson with the Jaguars as head coach, we don't know what goes on in these coaches' meetings Hypothetically speaking, right? Because again, this is a very interesting topic. If Will Levis, let's say Will Levis comes out of preseason and he starts week one. Let's say Anthony Richardson comes out of preseason and he starts week one. I'm fully confident that CJ Stroud is going to be the start of week one. I have no doubt about that. So that's not even a discussion. Trevor Lawrence, we all know that's not a discussion. He was starting last year, let the team to the postseason, let the team from, come from behind, win, and then gave the Chiefs everything that they could muster before they had to bow out in the division playoff round. We know Trevor Lawrence is the man in Jayville and Duval County, right? But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, that it's going to be Levis, Richardson, Stroud, and Lawrence. You're talking about a 24-year-old quarterback in Levis, a 21-year-old quarterback with franchise on his shoulders in Richardson, a 21-year-old quarterback with franchise on his shoulder and no expectations, by the way, in C.J. Stroud, and a 23-year-old quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, who's basically the best quarterback in the AFC South, as it stands right now, July the 7th, 2023. But once again, very interesting topic of discussion. And my overall thought, this is the draft picks that was made by the Colts, the Jags, the Titans, and the Texans. This is the players that came over in free agency in March and after the draft, undrafted rookie free agents, and the players that were drafted. I'm thinking, and I'm believing, that the t- Texans, excuse me, not the Titans, the Texans. I was getting ready to say the Titans, but I stopped myself. I'm in a belief that the Texans can, in fact, go from worst to first. 
And again, I think the Titans is going to be that team that falls from grace. They will, they're either going to be at 500 for the majority of the year with a hugely inconsistent year. Let's not forget, we got to throw in another variable here as I end the show, another intangible as to why I'm feeling this way for right now on a Friday, July the 7th, 2023. They're going from real natural grass to that grassy astroturf. And this is something that I talked about in NFL hypocrisy. Prophets Picks Perspective YouTube upload a few weeks ago. If you really care about the players, why does not all 32 NFL stadiums has real grass? Owners in the NFL that own soccer teams, those guys play on grass. Why aren't all 32 NFL players, or should I say franchises that have players playing on grass? This has been the Profits Picks Perspective. Worst to first scenario, best case scenario, worst to first, AFC South. Everybody stay safe out there. Enjoy the rest of your Friday as the lunch hour is over. Enjoy the rest of your summer. And enjoy the rest of the Prophets Picks Perspectives. You guys will hear from me once again next Friday as we are inching ever so closely to the beginning of a fresh brand new season. One.